And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're here to bring you some of that back roads music from all across America. That's right. We find it in the ditches and up along down the interstates, just anywhere we look. We find it in the median. There's right. quite a bit. <laughs> but it's dangerous to get it out of there. I know. There. you got to be careful. got to be careful. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So uh, people ask us a lot. They say... Derriers. Exactly what is Americana music? And that's a really good question. Well, there's a lot of definitions. And including a really good one that we have. Yeah, ours is good. Ours is good. And uh, we define it as music with distinctive Distinctive American American roots. roots. Right. And having said that, it kind of is a big palette. Well, yeah, it's all kinds of music. I mean, it could be heavy metal. It could be classical. It could be rockabilly. It could be jazz. Old timey. It could be swing. Ragtime. It could be ragtime. It could be soul. Have we said soul already? I don't know. Maybe don't not. So. This maybe week. not. Maybe not. This but week. anyway, it's uh, you know that and more and more. So uh, we have a lot to pick from, and uh, the format of the show is that uh, we show up each week, each of us with a fistful, a virtual fistful, virtual of tunes, fistful tunes yes. that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's right. We keep it play it pretty close to the chest. We do, That's and right. uh, and uh, we take turns starting the show. And last time was my my turn. That's right. So I think this time it's your turn to have the first song. That's right. So uh, you remember my uh, neighbor Gary? Yes, I do. Well, we were talking over the fence. Uh, I think just last week, and and he said, uh, I don't think you have featured Louis Prima. Okay, that's true. And we have not. Okay. And and it is high time. I got to tell you, that guy is a bundle of energy. He really is. Uh, I, I love listening to this stuff. It just Gets me going, right? Uh-huh. So um, he was born in 1910. And, you know, he his music is interesting because, um, you know, it was R&B, eventually rock and roll, boogie woogie, uh, did a lot of Italian folk music. And he did Italian folk music during a time when it wasn't popular to sing mm, Italian folk yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, there was an issue there for a well, while. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, and but but he he stuck with it, and it it actually encouraged other Italian uh, musicians to embrace that. Perfect. And, and, and it was really a, a, a pretty cool thing. Um, you know, he kind of an interesting thing. You know, he he got started. He was in New Orleans, and um, <clears throat> they were trying to get some gigs. So he and his saxophonist, a guy by the name of uh, Dave Winstein drove to Florida for a gig, but no one showed up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's cold. That's the worst kind of gig. Yeah. So they made it to a relative's house. Uh, they were given money for gas and a meal, but uh, he didn't give up. He, he, he played on a steamship, you know, that docked on Canal Street and kind of went up and down and played at various venues. And he did all kinds of things, but um, he moved to New York and uh, he met Guy Lombardo, while he was uh, performing at the club Shim Sham. Well, that, well I love the name. <laughs> that was a great name. So uh, anyway, but but he ended up, uh, he was a really high-ticket guy. 
Um, by the mid-40s, people were purchasing tickets early in the morning for shows later on that evening. Uh-huh. I okay. mean, they were selling out. He performed Italian songs at the Strand Theater in New York and brought in $440,000 in six weeks. Oh, man. I mean, I didn't do the math. I mean, that's a lot. Well, especially for that time. In, in Detroit at that time, he could bring in about thirty-eight grand for an afternoon performance. Good grief. Yeah. So that's not bad for today. Today, yeah. heck yeah. So, you know, it, this is interesting, too. The fans knew him as a genial and patient celebrity, and he always stayed around and signed photographs and poster pictures. But to the record companies and big corporations, he showed little deference, and he was uncompromising in seeking maximum compensation for his work. Good for him. Yeah. So good businessman. So anyway, uh, I just I went I went to a a top hit, and this is a this is a a medley of him doing "When You're Smiling" and "The Sheik of Araby." When you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, and the whole world smiles with you. Smiles with you. And when you're laughing, when you're laughing, oh you're laughing, oh you're laughing, mm, and the sun comes shining through. Shining through. When you're crying, when you're crying, you bring on the rain. On Stop, the rain. Your Stop your sighing. Stop your Won't you be happy again? Happy again. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, keep on smiling. Keep on smiling. And the world. Stars that shine above. Jumping as a jaybird. We light our way to love. Jumping as a jaybird. And you'll rule this crazy land with me. Jumping as a jaybird. I'm the shaky man. That's who I That's who I be. 
I'll get you going. I'll get you going. Hey, one more thing on this. What's that? So uh, remember Mom's Dance Band that she had when we were in uh, yeah. uh, we were uh-huh. kids Bill, with the Bill Schroeder, Schroeder Orchestra? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they used to do the Sheik of beat. Yeah, I know. And they would they do the backbeat where they go, with, with no, no pants, pants on, on right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know until now that was a takeoff on this because when he sings the Sheik of Araby, they're they're going with no turban on. Oh. I'd never heard it before. That's funny. I hadn't paid so, attention. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Well, there you go. There's our child, childhood mystery. Our Uncle Harry was in that band as well. You bet. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, Leo, back to you. You remember I used to uh, do uh, mobile DJ work. Yes, you did. And I I really remember the the first time I heard this next artist I'm going to feature. I was on my way to a gig, and I heard this being played on the radio. And this is back in a day when there were record stores and stuff all over the place. Heck yeah. And I stopped I stopped on my way to this gig and bought this CD. Wow. Uh, and and this, uh, this gal's name is Patty Larkin. Okay. And the, the, uh, the CD, the album that she had, had just released, it was called Tango. And that's kind of been on my permanent place, playlist for a long time. I really like the song she writes, because she just has a lot of fun. But back up a little bit. She was born in 1951, and uh, she's at, currently based out of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Now, she's a founding member. Get a little of this. She's a founding member of this band called Four Bitchin' Babes. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and it's kind of, you know, it's been described as like folk, urban pop music, but whatever. She was born in Des Moines. And uh, she was raised in Milwaukee, so we're talking Midwestern gal here, you know, uh, descending from a long line of apparently uh, Irish American singers and songwriters. Her her mother was actually a painter, and uh, both of her sisters uh, became musicians as well. So it's a real musical family. She uh, she studied piano from the age of seven, and then she got caught up in the whole '60s thing, right? Okay, pop music and and, and different kinds of stuff. Yeah. So uh, she eventually started playing a bunch of coffee houses in, uh, in Oregon and San Francisco, and um, and she w- busking. You hear a lot about musicians that get started busking. Sure. Started, well, she did a lot of it apparently too, in Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts. But anyway, she she, she first started recording uh, with Philco uh, Rounder Records. We know about Rounder. You bet. And uh, she started in 1985. She recorded an album called Step Into the Light. And uh, a couple of others, but the one that she had just released when I when I discovered her was called Tango, and there is a song on there that caught my ear, and it reminds me of us because I, I found a live version of it that I'm going to play today because she talks a little bit about the song and it's about this guy, he just he's got a, a job and he works hard, he gets one week off a year during the summer, and he takes off and goes to this lake. And he's just annoying as hell <laughs> to his neighbors. <laughs> and he sits around with this dog, you know, and his old shorts and stuff. And, and, and there's, there's this line in the song where she goes, Dave has a dog, and the dog doesn't have a name, so they call him Dave. <laughs> Dave's dog Dave. Yeah. Anyway, I really love this gal. Uh, Patty Larkin. And uh, this particular song is called uh, Dave's Vacation, or Dave's, Dave's Holiday, that's what it is. Give a listen to this. Let me give you a little idea about the kind of guy Dave is. Here's a summer Dave scene for you if you haven't had your vacation yet. You have one week off all summer. So you take it in a state park up in, let's just say, Maine. You pull into your small allotted space in your small foreign vehicle and set up your small tent, put out your large Coleman stove. (laughs) And that night, while you're sleeping 
in the side across from you, in pulls Dave and his entire family in a rented Winnebago. And you know it's rented because they're moving so slowly. That's good, honey. <laughs> Next morning you wake up and strung tree to tree are those little items that look so good in a backyard, but not in your wilderness area, those little Chinese lanterns. The children are outside making a lot of noise, playing battery-powered Nintendo games, and Dave loves to talk. Dave doesn't know when to stop talking. Dave follows you to the showers, wants to talk about park regulations, his fishing license, the weather this summer compared to last summer. So this is a whistle along. I got the wonderful Davettes beside me. And you'll know when to whistle because we start to whistle uncontrollably. And you'll know what to whistle because we drive the melody into the ground before we get there. Thank you. He has the weekend off and Monday is a holiday. He drives for hours and hours to sit in a lawn chair by the bay. Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave. Talking about Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave. He's there with a can of beer, got work clothes on, but he never moves. Look out, I think he's kind of weird. He's setting up a bug zapper barbecue. Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave. Talking about Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave. Has a dog without a name, Dave has a dog. But the dog doesn't have a name, Dave has a dog. But the dog doesn't have a name, so we call it Dave. Dave's dog Dave. He's coming up the lane, walking fast Don't look, don't smell, don't stare Cause he never stops talking and we never get past Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave Oh, what a Dave man I'm talking about Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave He has the weekend off and Monday is a holiday Dave. He drives for hours and hours to sit in a lawn chair by the bay Dave's holiday Dave's holiday, Dave. I'm talking about Dave's holiday, Dave's holiday, Dave. Take a solo. Excellent. Hold hands, it's a folk concert. Feeling she's kind of maybe talking about us. I, Dave is us. Dave is us. Dave definitely is us. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one, Leo. I like it. Well, thank you. I think it's uh, back to you. 
Well, we're going to talk about a guy named Donald McLean III. Okay. Don, Don McLean. McLean. Okay, yeah. yeah. Surprised we haven't done him yet. Of course, his, his most famous tune is American Pie. Right. And that's, right. that's like a whole, that would be a whole show. It could be a whole show. It's like a whole it, show. It, it, eight and a half minute long, and it was it, it's the longest song ever to be a number one hit. Oh, really? Yeah. But go figure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he was uh, born in 1945. And um, he had a lot of, uh, he had asthma and stuff as a kid, so uh, he missed a lot of school, and especially like music lessons, mm-hmm. he was uh, learning how to play guitar and stuff. But he got really interested in um, folk music, and um, he actually contacted um, a couple of the guys that were in the Weavers. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Eric Darling and Fred Hellerman, and, and he got a hold of their phone number and called them, and he said, I- I'd like to come over and visit with you. <laughs> And Fred Hellerman said, okay. And, and they became good friends. <laughs> Go figure. It's like me going, uh, Elvis, if you yeah. don't mind, I'd like to drop in this afternoon. Just a little chat, yeah. right? So, uh, but anyway, um, so we're not going to, you know, of course he did Vincent, Star Star Night, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some great tunes. But I stumbled across, it's a two CD set called Favorites and Rarities, 1980. And so there's some kind of obscure takes of popular tunes and stuff. But there's some bluegrass music. Oh, really? And I, I just freaked out when I saw it. So uh, we're going to listen to this. And uh, he's singing a, a bluegrass tune, Hit Parade of Love, right? Yeah, I know. We've this, done that yeah. tune a lot in jam sessions. Uh-huh. And, and what's cool about it is you listen to him. This isn't the best recording in the world, but you listen to it. And when it gets to the chorus, he goes to the high harmony. Oh, really? Yeah. Very, so uh, let's l- listen. Uh, Don McLean from Favorites and Rarities. 1980 is when this came out, I guess. Hit Parade of Love. Wow. 
Don McLean, can you believe oh, it? Oh, man. Mr. Sensitive, Starry Starry Night. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't we, that something? We were talking about the bass player, man. He was all over the yeah, place. Oh, man, yeah. I, I could not find out who the players were. Yeah. I tried and tried. So uh, uh, anyway. Well, that's something we can check out. We'll see what we can find out about that. You bet. I, I wonder if our buddy uh, Oren Friesen has ever Oren heard Oren might this know bluegrass. about that, yeah. I'll check with him and okay. see. Okay. Hey, oh, look what time it is. Oh, man. We are uh, a little bit over yeah. on this segment. Let's get out of here and... Uh, uh, go pick up the trash. It's moving day tomorrow. It's moving day. We got to clean. We got to police the joint. As we got to do that and uh, and gr- grab that tire tester once more. We got to test that, that left rear inside duel. duel. Make sure we get on down the road. You got it. Well, we'll be back here pretty quick on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back. We are back. Um, this week we are broadcasting the show from uh, the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Castilian Springs, Tennessee. And I didn't know what to make of Castilian Springs until we got here. It's not really uh, a, a town, an incorporated town. Right. It's actually in kind of an unincorporated area, but it's got a lot of historical uh, significance to it. It's it's hysterical? It's hysterical. Oh, really? Yeah, Great. I, mean, it's I can't a, wait. I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but listen, it's really kind of a neat place. It's just tons and tons of uh, historical facts about this. But uh, the it, what's most noteworthy about this place is the Castilian Springs Mound Site. Okay. Now, it's not even open to the public right now because they're doing some excavations. They're trying to figure out what all they've really got there. Uh, but it was first discovered, um, you know, I think in the late 1800s. And they've, uh, it's, uh, today, it's, it's, we're close to Nashville. Yeah, you know, we're just a few, yep, we few miles out of Nashville. Yeah, you can hear it from here. That's practically, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it's a great. But listen, they've got all kinds of outdoor sports going here. Apparently, and there's a big lake and everything. And everybody. Mm-hmm. And again, it's been amazing to me. Maybe it's because it's just a small little place. Uh huh. But the people in these small places tend to put up with us a little bit more. Yeah, which is kind of a good. thing. It's, it's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, because you know we're kind of a little noticeable. Yeah, Rosie. Rosie kind of attracts a lot of attention. Right. Well, you know, people ask us. They say. Derriers, uh, why is it that you uh, you know travel across this uh, great country of ours in your RV and uh, do your show from all these Shady Grove RV parks? Because we don't have any other place to go. Well, yeah, we we kind of roam. You know, and unlike our compadres on this uh, uh, show, we uh, they have these things called. Ranches, yeah, yeah. and I, I suspect their studios are, you know, they can work in their jammies with the little slippers or whatever. Yeah. You know? I, I see probably a recliner. I'm thinking recliner, a cu- yeah, a cup of yeah. coffee, uh huh, yeah. yeah. Not so, us, boy. Well, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. He has the Rock and Diamond Art Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Dos Cabezas yeah. Mountains, yes. Allen Bailey, the Swing and Gate Ranch. Uh huh. We've been there. Yeah. Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Never been invited now. Oren Friesen, the Rock and Banjo Ranch. A nice guy. He is. Nice yeah. ranch, yeah. And so, and, but, you know, people, you know, they, they say, well, well, you guys don't have a ranch. Well, you know, we kind of do. We kind of do. And, and we, we have this RV that we travel that has a name. It has a name. And her name is... Rambling Rosie, that's her. And, and, you know, we travel, uh, you know, our ranch is a ranch without without fences. fences. We go wherever we want. That's right. Well, except we can't go back to Can't go to that one place. That one place, no. But every place else. Every place else, yes. So, uh, Leo, uh, I believe I had the last tune. 
I before we went to break. Right, and it's so my turn. It's your turn, and I can't wait to hear what you've got. I ran across um, a gal, and um, you know, I, I like you. We get into really get into history and, and going back and find out if things got started and everything else. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a song called uh, "I Love Paris" from 1959, and it's performed by a gal named Mary Osborne. Okay. Who I had never heard of before. I should have probably heard of her, but I hadn't. Uh, she was born in uh, 1921 uh, in um, uh, Minot, North Dakota. And she was the 10th of 11 you know, children in the wow. family. It was a big family. But anyway, um, she, she, uh, she grew up there in, uh, in that part of the country. But she came to prominence in New York City in the 1940s and uh, played with jazz musicians such as Dizzy Gillespie, Art Tatum, Coleman Hawkins, and Thelonious Monk. Gee whiz. So, so now let me back up and tell you she, how she got there. Um, she, like I said, she was a tenth of 11 children, and um, her mother uh, played guitar. And uh, her father, in addition to constructing violins, uh, he had a barbershop. And he had jam sessions at the barbershop. Nice. He'd allow people to come in and just play music, you know. But anyway, she started picking up uh, different instruments along the way. And how often, when we're talking about how musicians uh, get started, do, does the uh, word ukulele come up? Uh, yeah, some. A lot, you know? Yeah. Well, that was one of the instruments she uh, learned how to play, banjo. At the age of nine, she uh, first played the guitar. At 10, she started playing banjo in her father's ragtime band, right? Wow. So, but let's, let's fast forward here um, a few years. Uh, at the age of uh, 15, she uh, joined a, a, a trio led by a guy named uh, Winifred McDonald, and she played guitar and upright bass for him and sang. And during this time, for the first time, she heard Charlie Christian play an electric guitar. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. He, he was such a, you know, a oh, he just trailblazer. Was, yeah, right. So she was enthralled by the sound. She, at first, she thought it was a, a saxophone. You know, she'd never really heard anything quite like it. Sure. And she said uh, what impressed all, almost everyone was his sense of time. He had a relaxed, even beat that would sound modern even today. So she immediately bought her own electric guitar. And since amplifiers weren't readily available, mm-hmm. she had to have one built, you know, just so she could play the thing. Well, she never looked back. She started off sitting in with uh, Charlie Christian and, and learned from him. He taught her how to play his style. Wow. And then uh, she just kind of went from there. But So eventually, this led her to uh, design guitars. And after she had just pretty much conquered every mountain that stood around her, uh, she started um, making uh, g- uh, guitars out in Bakersfield, California. And wow. that's what she did until the day she died. But Lily is an amazing uh, jazz uh, guitar player. So let's go ahead and listen to her from 1959, I Love Paris. Thank you. 
You know, I... Oh, yeah. While the song was playing, you reminded me that it was just recently that we featured Mary Ford. Yeah. Who was yeah. just another kick-butt guitar player. You bet. So, you bet. There yeah. we go. Same era. Same era. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Exactly. Good pick, Leo. Okay, well, it's back to you. Dale Watson. Oh, Dale. Yeah. So, uh, born in 62 in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, he is, uh, he champions Ameripolitan as a new genre of original music and has positioned himself as a tattooed, stubbornly independent outsider who is interested in recording authentic country music. I, I think I like the fact that he's an outsider <laughs> of his own genre. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I like that concept. So he's become a favorite of like alt country uh, people and all that kind of stuff. He moved to LA in '88 on the advice of Rosie Flores. Okay, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And soon joined the house band at North Hollywood's now legendary venue, the Palomino Club. Oh, sure. Okay. So um, he uh, uh, he released a, an album uh, called "Cheating Heart Attack" in 1995. Uh, it got him a lot of acclaim. But in 2013, he released an album, El Rancho Azul, and it featured the single, I Lie When I Drink. Ah, oh, yes. And that's become his, his signature yes. song. So um, this is also interesting. 2015, he toured uh, with the Reverend Horton Heat as part of the Baddest of the Bad tour. That would be a concert right there. Yeah, and then 2019, he opened the bar and restaurant Hernando's Hideaway in Memphis, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. uh, along with his fiancée, singer-songwriter, Celine Lee. So uh, it's great stuff, man, and he's he's really got that uh, country thing down. So uh, let's give it a listen. Dale Watson, I Lie When I Drink. Tender, 
truck driving music right there. I lie when I drink, and I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun stuff. I love the sentiment. Uh, oh, Leo, well, I think it's your turn. I think you're right. Um, you know, I uh, last last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, I featured a song um, by a guy named Jeffrey Frederick. Yeah. Because I think you like the name of his band, The Clam Tones. Yes, I did. Well, it, a man with two f- first names. That's right, Jeffrey right. Frederick. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to take you back just a little bit earlier now, just Thanks. a little bit. And again, I have to credit my friend Sarah on this one because she turned me on to this. The, there's a band called the Holy Modal Rounders. Okay? Okay. <laughs> now, these guys, <laughs> they, they were um, legendary. What well, can I say? Early 60s, you know. Uh, New York kind of a band and everything. And uh, it was formed by two guys, a guy named Peter Stemfel and Steve Weber. And uh, they began performing together uh, in New York City in the early 60s. Now, they had a unique blend of what they call you know, folk music and psychedelia. Oh, boy. Okay, see, these guys are like all over the place. There's a combo right oh, there. Oh, oh, they had a, like a, 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 follow, a cult-like following, man, from the late 60s into the 70s. And uh, in fact, there was a playwright. I don't know if you remember this guy, Sam Shepard. Yeah, he was part of the band for a while too. Oh, you know? okay, so, wow, so lots of connections. But listen, he, I, this guy uh, Stemfel, he's, he's explaining the name of the band, right? And uh, he said we kept changing the name. He said first it was the uh, the Total Quintessence Stomach Pumpers, <laughs> <laughs> nice. and then and then they uh, said no, then they started calling it the Temporal Worth High Steppers. And then there's two names that I really can't mention on the air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, and then they ended up with the name the Total Modal Rounders. And then it became the Modal Rounders. And, and finally, somebody got stoned or something. And he mispronounced it, the Holy Modal Rounders. I like that the best. And, and, he, and he said, that's how a band should get named. <laughs> I, I think I agree. Just let it come into its own anyway. Anyway, they did a... I'm going to play a song called Hesitation Blues from 1964. Yeah, I know that song. Okay, well, when they recorded it, if you listen to the song, it's the first time that the word psychedelic was used in a song. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll hear it in about the third verse or so in there. So let's give these guys a listen, man. Holy Modal Rounders, Hesitation Blues from 
far can I get you now? Or must I hesitate? I'm a jackhammer man in a jackhammer town And a hammer on my hammer till the sun goes down Tell me how long I do have to wait Or can I get you now? Or must I hesitate? I'll take it slim Cross Tennessee If you don't like my feet stop shaking my tree Tell me how long I do I have to wait Or can I get you now I must hesitate It's a D for Dreadnought A D for Destiny A D for New G That made a fool of me Tell me how long I do I have to wait Or can I get you now I must hesitate Psychedelic feet in my psychedelic shoes. I believe Lord and Mama got the psychedelic blues. Tell me how long I do, do I have, have to wait? wait? Or can I get you now? I must have hesitated. You could, you could tell a lot more stories about these guys. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you remember the one about Frederick where he told about the, the tour he took around the country. All right. Yeah. Stories like that all over the place. So oh, that's great. We just don't have any. Oh, and speaking of time. Yeah, I think we got to get out of this segment. That's right. It's time to take a little break. Yep. And um, I guess we'll just go and be back pretty quick here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Backing up. We're backing up. We're like that guy, Dave. 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 We are Dave. We are Dave. Yeah. Dave are us. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the part of the show where we like to um, request that people go to our websites. I think request is a bit little. Implore. Imp- I used implore. implore last. Beg. Beg. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'd like to beg people to go to our websites. All of them. All of them, actually. They're, they're yeah. on all the internets. Uh-huh. And we're on all the Facebooks, of exactly. course, too. Uh, but the one for this show is thedairyairs.com. Right. Right. And and be sure it's the dairyairs. If you go to dairyairs, we're no, not responsible. Don't, don't write yeah, us. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, um, and uh, the one for our band, of course. Well, that's threetrailswest.com with right. the number three. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you go to either of our websites, you will find a lot of Content, content, yes. And we know that if you uh, watch it, you will be contented. contented but there's so much that there is. is possible that you could become Con- confused. confused right. In which case, you should contact, contact us, us and we'll get you all straightened out. Yeah, there are contact us tabs on both websites. Uh, or you could go directly to us uh, via our email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederriers.com. Right. Right. So uh, at the at the Derriers website, if you go to the Americana Roadshow and click on the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you will find all of our past episodes there. You can download them and listen to them at your leisure. In your, in your leisure, leisure suit, suit. If you have one. If you have one. It'd be very cool if you I, that. I never throw anything out. I, I know. I've still got the suit. Yeah, I, I just don't I have the it. body anymore. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Let's see. Where did we leave off? Uh, I think uh, you were last. I was last. That's right. So it's you're, you're up. I stumbled upon a group 
they're uh, an Austin-based uh, alternative country bluegrass band called The Meat Purveyors. Yeah, I just say nothing more about it. Just say Austin. <laughs> yeah, Austin's now, weird. They got their name uh, from, uh, and, and I recognize the name being having been in the food business. It was a food called the uh, a, a business called the Texas Meat Purveyors. Okay, and apparently at some point they caught wind of it and uh, and. Said, no, you can't do that anymore. Oh, really? They made him change the name? Yeah, they made him change the name. So they just went with the meat purveyors. Uh, it's some really interesting stuff, and a whole lot of it, it we just can't play on this show. Uh, but, but I'm going to tell you, here's the title of some of their albums. All Relationships Are Doomed to Fail, Pain by Numbers, Someday Things Will Be Much Worse. <laughs> I think he's got a great sense of humor. It's really fun, uh, and some of it's kind of raw, but they have got this killer mandolin player, a guy by the name of um, Peter Stiles. Um, it just knocks it out. I mean, they're all a lot of fun to listen to, but he's really got a lot of finesse. So um, also, when I stumbled on it, I've stumbled on a, a record label called Bloodshot Records. Yeah, I know Bloodshot Records. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. So they record on that label. Yeah. So uh, I've said enough. Uh, this is from the album Pain by Numbers, the meat purveyors doing in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Where does our love lie? In the middle of nowhere. Will it soon pass me by? In the middle of nowhere. Won't you tell me what am I to do? I'm in the middle of nowhere, in nowhere with you.
That's just fun with isn't a capital that, F, man. Isn't that fun stuff? It really is. Yeah, it sounds very Austin. Well, and I was listening to the two girl singers. They sounded so much alike that I was thinking maybe they were overdubbed. But you say no. They're nope. actually two different singers. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's fun stuff, man. Good, good. good, good call. It was, a, it was a good find. It is. Well, back to you, Leo. What do you got? Well, you know, we like to feature um, artists from back home, you know, in the mm-hmm. Kansas City area once in a while. And this is somebody I've been meaning to, uh, to put on the show for a while. I want to go ahead and do it now. Uh, her name is Kelly Wade Hunt. Uh-huh. Kelly Hunt. Now, as you know, here in, in Kansas City, we've got two Kelly Hunts. We do. And it's kind of funny because of the Kelly Hunt I knew, I've known her for a very, very long time. And then this another nice lady shows up, and, and I asked her name. She said, Kelly Hunt. And I said, uh-uh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know Kelly Hunt. Yeah. But it's kind of funny. They met. They got to be friends, and they actually are booked by the same guy now. Oh, wow. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. But anyway, she's known as an American blues pianist, singer, and a songwriter. And uh, she's made it to the charts on a, a bunch of the stuff she was done. done. She's been also recognized uh, by the—she uh, was inducted uh, into the Kansas Musical Hall of Fame— Mm-hmm. No doubt. And uh, she was actually born over in Lawrence, Kansas. But um, she spent most of her professional career based out of the Kansas City area. And she didn't let much grass grow under her feet, man. She mm-hmm. just kept on the move. And then her blues style on the keyboard is just so aggressive and, and so melodic. It's, it's so wonderful to listen to her play. But uh, her voice, again, just magic. Yeah, anyway, she's pretty much the whole package. She's the whole package, yes, and is. just a real sweetheart of a person as well. So, let's give it. This is a this is a song that's called "Queen of the 88s. I love that. that oh song. yeah, good. Queen of the 88s. I believe this song was released in uh, the year two thousand. So let's listen to Kelly Hunt.
in the song you got it good stuff yeah now i think it's your turn it is okay i stumbled upon one of my favorite cds of all time i had misplaced it domestic science club uh, oh you, oh those yeah. girls yeah we we played with them well you know uh robin lynn macy yeah sarah yeah. hickman and patty mitchell yep exactly and and uh w- you know we've talked about robin before she was mm-hmm. one of the original dixie chicks and she was also in big twang right right mm-hmm. and domestic science club right that's right and uh, so anyway it's just the, the the sweetest album. I mean, great, great girl harmonies and a lot of good swing uh, playing. And I'm not even going to talk about it anymore. Let's listen to this cut. It is Secrets of Love. Adam and Eve, Edie and Steve. Oh, I've got more names up my sleeve. Because I know, yes, I know the secrets of love. There's a heart, then there's a key Something about birds, something about bees Oh, I know, yes, I know the secrets of love Look at the moon, she's full of love's tunes With a kiss between you and me And me, there's a secret I've been wishing that we'd start dishing out our own memories And through the years as the children have grown They'll ask the secrets we call our own Cause they'll know that we know the secrets of love Of love, of love, of love Start dishing out our old memories, the secrets 
If you share yours I share and I share my key, we'll be blessed. Blessed from above if you share the secrets of love. Sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. It's such a great album, and I'm so glad I found it again. I used to listen to it all the time, and I'm going to again. Well, you know, I, I've, I've got a copy of it, too, somewhere now that you've tickled my brain. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. go dig through the vault and see yep. if I can find my copy. Good stuff. Uh, hey, look at what time it is. Oh, Lord, we almost ran over. Yeah, we hey. have used up our uh, time, and I'm, of course, our welcome uh, here in Tennessee. It usually happens. Yeah. We try so hard for uh, the first several days, and then it just all goes it, to hell. Then we, know. You, know, you know why? Why? Because we are Dave. We are Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we are, Dave. I've started wearing socks with my sandals. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. who's turn so is it? So let's uh, see. Uh, I get to throw the dart this week, so you got to get I the map. map. Okay, give yeah, me Back uh, in the closet. Uh, I don't know. Okay, get, it's clear back. How did you get all that far back? Did you find it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it? Okay, here it is. Okay, careful oh, now. Oh, boy, this careful. thing is it's delicate. Yeah, it's getting kind of... Okay, all right. Okay, get it up on the wall there? Yep, it's up there. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, I get the spoon drawer. Spoon board two. Two, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there it is. Got it. Got All right, it. bring it out here. Okay, let me get in the circle. Okay, okay ready? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh well, wow. we went up. Well, that's good. Um, up high, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, Marcusan, Wisconsin. I that's a that's a fur piece. Yeah, it is. Uh, I guess there's a Shady Grove RV park there. I guess we'll have to find out. I guess we'll go see how that works out. Okay, well, there we go. Okay, well, listen, um, we'll do that, and then we'll be back here next week with a lot of more. I got so much great stuff. And I, I do, wait. too, you know, and this has been a fun show. It has been a fun We've show. We've been all over the map, so to say. But, yeah, really. But now, yeah, so next week's another good one? Yep. In so we'll week? be right back here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. And don't forget, look, look out behind you. you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.